this stuff by me, it just doesn't seem right. It's all your stuff. Oh my god. Worst wingman ever. I don't know, I think I'm pretty good. No, you're not. You ask me where things are while I'm driving at 85 miles an hour. I'm the best wingman person. I don't know what you were talking about. You're not. I have I to find everything. Phone. I was on the phone. I like dig for my own lunch like a pterodactyl. <laughs> your arm? It did look like a You just sat there, like you I saw know. it out of the corner of your eye. I know you did. You're like, uh-huh. 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 I wanted to see how you were Yes. Feeling. Thank you. And like, I'll be lost and you'll just say, I we're just in the middle of nowhere. It's like, well Jesus, if we only had someone who could look up some directions on the phone. I don't know where we are. How am I going to look something up if I don't know? Where do we even begin? I have no idea where we are. Where do you want me to look up? You're just bad at this. I'm great at this. I'm bad at you. I'm so I bad. would rather have the snack bag here where I can reach it, and then you can just sit in the back and lounge. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to sell everything and travel the country at the tender age of 50? Well, with our last kid off to college and the ability to now work remotely, we've decided to do just that. So we're selling the house, loading up the dog, and hitting every city from California to Florida. We're scouring the country for a new place to call home and dragging you into every restaurant, Airbnb, and tourist trap we encounter along the way. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. So this is a little bonus episode that I wanted to do um, because I keep getting asked the same questions all the time and I thought it was important to address it and talk about it and just, um, I don't know, just talk about it with James also. Am I in trouble? No, not at all. So one of the, um, something that people have asked me over and over again is if I wanted to do what you are doing, how would I do it? And the first question is always the same. Well, the first answer, well, the first question I have for them is always the same, which is, can you do what you do anywhere? And then they have to think about, would their job translate somewhere else? Then the second question is, what do you do with your house? Where would you live and what would you do with your home? And then the third question is what brings us to this episode. Can you travel well with your companion? And how do you know if you've never traveled with your companion, if you travel well with them? My suggestion to this one woman that I spoke with was to go for a long weekend with her husband. They had children. They hadn't traveled in 20 some years. So she didn't know anymore if she could travel with him. So I suggested just a long getaway. You know, she lived in California. So I said, I don't know, go to Santa Barbara for a weekend. If you guys get along well there, there, then maybe if you went for an overnight or two, the next trip would be like a four day. Then the tra- next trip would be like a five or six day. Then you get on a plane. Um, see how you travel on in, in a closed environment. Um, I don't know. You want to see things like, do you listen to the same music in the car? Is there too much silence? Um, is the talk not something you're interested in? Does he hate every single restaurant you pick? Do you hate every single restaurant he picks? Does he honk his horn a lot when he drives and that really bothers you? (laughs) 
And the only way to find these things out is to actually travel with someone. So James and I had traveled quite a bit prior to us skipping town. So we knew that we traveled fairly well together. What I've been getting a lot now while I'm on the road with James is people asking me, how is it traveling with your husband? Is it a nightmare? And we all know it's not. (laughs) And the answer has been, it hasn't been. And people are very surprised. I mean, very surprised because I get comments like, oh my God, I could never travel with my husband. Tell me how terrible it is. Um, Normally, you laugh with the person and say, yeah, it's been difficult, blah, blah, blah. But I haven't. I haven't said that at all because it hasn't been difficult. Um, And I wanted to talk about why we travel well together. I have my thoughts on it, but I really wanted to know if you think we travel well together. Am I putting words in your mouth? Like, how do you feel about us since we've been on the road? Wow. Okay. Um, I... I think the thing that a lot of people have to remember first is that we were planning on traveling together before we even launched this show. So I was already feeling good about everything that we were going to do just based off of what you already said. And that is we had traveled well together before. Um, I am not really the type to pitch a fit. If we're in a restaurant that sucks, I'll just look over the table and say, this place sucks. Don't ever bring me here again. And you won't. (laughs) So I appreciate that about you. Uh, But I will say traveling on the road this time around, like there has been a stress component for me just because of the show, you know, like the setup takes me forever. You, our split is Denise handles social media stuff. I handle all the production stuff. I've had some really great days doing that. And I've had some days where I was hurry scurry and whoops, uh, camera now has soft focus because I had the settings incorrect, you know? And so that has been frustrating because I want to be able to enjoy our trip together. Like I thought we would, like I, I planned on being able to do, but at the same time, I am the type of person where it will nag me in the back of my head if I like, you know, missed an edit or I am late on a deadline or something like that. Um, so for me, the toughest part so far has been trying to not let my work brain get in the way when it's time for you and I to actually put the phones down, put the cameras down, put the audio gear down and actually go out and travel together. As far as being together, I always knew like you're physically fit. So uh, if I want to go hiking or camping or whatever, okay, maybe not camping. That's probably a bad example. Bad. But if I want to go hiking or, you know, you've been horseback riding with me as a city girl. Uh, I've done a bunch of that when I was a kid. It was like a nothing event for me. But for you, it was I. It was one of those things when we were early in our marriage, it was like, oh, is she like the type of girl who's going to roll with this kind of country thing that we're about to do on horseback? And the answer was yes. And you've always been up. You're a fun loving gal. So you really are. It's like, you're always up for a good time to the point where sometimes I have to dial you back and say, look, we don't have the money for that. You know, or we don't have this or we don't like, I know it's a good time or I know this is a great place, but we need to 
moderate our budget. So I feel in terms of being um, pragmatic sometimes that if anything, I worry sometimes like I'm always the guy bearing the bad news and I have to be the one to say, no, we have to clamp down on the money situation and all that. But um, in terms of actually getting into a car with you, I wouldn't have sold our house if I would have thought that this was a 50-50 proposition for me. I, I knew if I said to you, screw this, we're going to Roswell, you would go with me and roll your eyes the whole time, but we you would be in the car. We are going to Roswell. No way, really? We're really going to Roswell. Are you shitting me? No. Oh my God. Wow. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. I'm it's, so happy. I'm buying tinfoil today at the market. Uh -huh. It's on the plan. We just have to figure out like if we're going to do it before or after Santa Fe. I'm not sure how we're going to do it. We'll work it out. Oh my it's God. It's on the plan. Okay. So there you go. Um, the and then, but then, you know, for anyone who knows me knows that I like to take little breaks from people, you know, like I'm fine with being alone for an entire calendar day or weekend or whatever. And so, um, I think one of the things that's been good so far is even though we're in the same van together and technically we're not alone, there have been stretches of an hour, a couple hours here or there where, you know, I've had a rough morning doing something with the show or we got out of an Airbnb late or we woke up late or a tire was blown on the freeway or whatever. And you know, it's impacting my mood and you don't require me to be upbeat and joyful if I'm not feeling it. That's true. Like last night when I took the dog for the walk, I was like, oh, he needs some time to himself. You thought I got abducted. I did. I actually came out and looked for you. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, he needs some time to himself. But you um, weren't wrong for uh, sure. So I just but, wish you would have told me first. <laughs> it wasn't until I was out there. I was like, oh, he needs some time to himself. But there has to be specifics. Like I have specifics about what I like and don't like about traveling with a person. Um, you have to have specifics that like, what do you like that I do or that I don't do? Um. Okay. Well, I like that when I say, I don't really feel like talking right now, you don't force me to talk. So I appreciate that. Uh, for as much as we talk on and blather on in these podcasts, like I do have periods of time in my week where I feel like I've had too, too much stimulus as a father dealing with the kids and their problems, even from afar can be challenging. Oh, because the phone calls don't stop. Uh, yeah, the phone calls don't stop. And there's still, you know, last weekend we had Mia moving in while Parker was having a meltdown because she got moved to another shift and Ellie was still embroiled in her, like she's fighting for a spot on her team. You know what I mean? And so it was like- Literally those calls were coming in. He had to put somebody on hold to answer the other call. Yeah, it's like dispatch sometimes. And so uh, there are moments where I'm like, I just, I don't want to hear voices. And especially working in television, it's like, I sit there and I edit in the Bay. I hear voices all day and there've been plenty of nights where I'm like, I'm done. Like I've heard too much today. So mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that you're pretty much up for anything. Um, we're not all, always on the same page with where we want to go for lunch, but one of us usually acquiesces and says, Oh, you know, okay. I wasn't really feeling that, but if that's what you want, we'll do it. You know? Um, I like that you get excited to plan things for us. Uh, I also like that you don't really hold it against me that I don't 
plan as far ahead as you do. It's okay because even and though usually, you don't plan, I, I feel it, like I can usually wing it. But I have had a few snafus on this trip so far, where it's like you could have easily held it against me. But I've appreciated that on this particular trip, like if we were in Mexico for a finite amount of days, and I blew two of our days by making bad accommodation or like not properly having my ducks in a row then that's two out of our seven days. That's a huge percentage of our trip. I think this time around, because our trip is six, eight weeks, whatever it is, whatever it's going to end up being, um, I appreciate that you've been a little more permissive, say, in or not permissive, but just flexible in uh, situations that have arisen uh, where that you know, weren't so great. Yeah. Let's that, just like say an, what it is. Like an Airbnb so wasn't so fantastic. Yeah, and it's fine because, I mean, even... In, when I look like, okay, there were a couple of Airbnbs that just weren't great. But at the same time, I was in an area that I didn't even know existed. So for me, I still felt like I'm, it's an adventure. Like it, you know, but you're right. If it was just five days in a certain spot and you blew it, that would definitely be upsetting. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. You winging it usually works, but I don't know if you can do that winging it on the road. I got to be honest with you. Um, I think it's too hard. Well, I mean, to do it city after city after city. I mean, there's a reason. There's a there's a reason why Metallica's tour bus like shows up on time, or you know, they they arrive and everything's set, and they have riders and all that other stuff. And so, there's a reason, uh, you know, when you're going on a multi-city tour, which is a ba- basically what we're doing on a very small scale. Thing. Yes, you know, you want everything to be. You want some things to just be a given, and but that takes a you know, some phone calls or some, you know, booking or texting or whatever to, to deal with that. So, um, it's fine. I mean, yeah. Okay. So keep going. Well, I, I would say the one thing that I don't like about you on this trip, you're a horrible co-pilot. You really are. I don't think you, so. You are. You, you I get really on the phone so. with your girlfriends for like two hours. I have no snacks. I have no it water one time. and I'm just driving and I'm driving and I'm driving and I'm like, this no I'm like water trying thing? to get your attention and you're like, over in the passenger seat, like, ha, 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 he, 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 I know, I know. And it's like, I'm like, hello, like, you know, can I get like some beef jerky here? I've been driving for three and a half hours, First you know? First of all, it only happened one time. Oh my God. You're so obsessed with water. It's like, if you don't have She's water, nothing. Readily she puts available. all her stuff like, right, like I have the console right in the middle, like, where I get my navigation from my phone, or if a kid's calling, I can I can click the button. Um, and she puts all her stuff on my What's stuff. What's all my stuff? What's all my stuff? Your phone, your sunglasses. Like if any of that stuff falls, you're oh oh, you're just gonna throw my stuff on the floor. <laughs> like I know you. Okay, first of all, it's just my phone. And after it's the your, other day, she when has you said snacks. move this, she has snacks. She has water. She has like she's totally hydrated. <laughs> She's totally sated. Like she's totally energy. And she's like, ha ha ha. I know. I know. I told him. I told him like on the phone. And I'm like, can I, I need, what, what, what do you want? Like, it happened one terrible. time. No, no, it, it doesn't. One it time. doesn't happen I one am time. usually. Nothing is like, I could put it all where it needs to be at the beginning of the trip. And by the time I okay. go to grab it, like your sunglasses are there. I'm going to take a picture. Of how you set up the con- I'm going to take a picture of how you set up the console before a trip. Okay. We'll see all this stuff that you set up. But okay, okay. I will be a better co-pilot. What do you want me to do? 
but I want you to like check on me once in a while. Like we're six hours into Arizona or something. And you're like, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. <laughs> it felt like six hours. I really only think it was oh my God, one. Please. Okay. Anyway. So you want me to be Oh, better? and then you do this thing. Okay. So Tell me. Tell in addition me. to this, you do this thing where you're like, God, we're really lost. I don't know. I wish we would just like, we, I mean, we're just going to need to get out of here or whatever. Like when we were riding around up uh, hood river, or wherever in Oregon. And you were like, I don't know. It looks like we're really off the beaten path. You're taking, but you're, you're exacting zero effort into like getting your thumbs on the phone to figure out where we are and how to get out of there. You're just sitting there telling me how lost we are. Hold on. You're there's like, I don't think said. there's any fruit here. There's no fruit up here. I was getting you food. I was getting you. Yeah. Oh, 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 the fruit. Oh. The fruit loop. Oh, the and you're like, loop. oh, I think we're off the fruit loop. And we oh, got to you know get why? some food. That was the one time that I was really turned around. I mean, normally, you know, my directions are pretty good. I legitimately was turned around, even though the GPS. To the I point where not... you just put the phone down and you're like, I don't know. I guess we're just lost. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? That's exactly what like, I did. Okay. So I could not make heads or tails because every time I held it in my I hand, guess we'll just see it what would happens. Just start to spin, and it was like, which direction oh are God. we? Yeah, I little, I legitimately just put the phone down and said, "Fuck it, we're lost." <laughs> but you know, you I'm not normally like that, so that's not that's not know, accurate. But you do that, like so. Sometimes you do. It's so funny because you're so self sufficient, right? Okay, so Denise has a trillion followers more than me on any platform, right? Because of her, I don't have because that of many. her beauty business. She's got like all kinds of people following her, and oh, they're so pretty, and you did such a great, all that stuff. Uh, so it's not like she like she, but she does this thing where she plays like she's not tech savvy all of a sudden. Like she'll she'll do this damsel in distress thing when really she's just being lazy. You know, she'll be just like, I don't know, you you need to help me with my phone, and I'm like, I don't need to help you with your phone. Like I've taught you how to do this like six times. Oh my god! So, so you do you do this? You're like, I don't know. It's you know, you're just gonna have to look at it, and I'm like. Why? Because you don't want to do it? Like, I have my own shit. Yep. Sometimes it's just easier to hand it to him. It will take me, look, I can figure it out. There's no question about it. It will take me two hours to figure it out when it will take him 30 minutes. Why am I going to waste an hour and a half? I know. So you you take up 30 minutes of my day. It's only 30 minutes. And then you'll be like, why are you working so late? Why are you, why, what are you doing back there all day? Well, I was fixing your phone all day. We're talking about the trip. Okay. Back to the trip. I do appreciate though, I do appreciate this, even though it's more work for me. I appreciate that when it comes time to load the van, you try and bring a few things out, but then you let me load the van the way I need to load oh, the van. Oh yeah, I'm not going to mess with that. Because I don't like- you have a system. Like I, there was a day though <laughs> where you were standing back, you I think you should put this there and you should put that there. And then finally I looked at you and you just got in the passenger seat and I was like, Okay. I do. Like, I do I, my. I do my stuff. You do your stuff. I, I like do that. want to try. Before I did permanent makeup, I was a prefer. I was a professional, um, personal assistant. So people would hire me and pay me very, very good money to go in and organize their office, true, and their house. Um, and I was very good at it, and I still am. I, I know I could make that van way better. I want one day to try it. 
I used to pack trucks at Granger in college. Like, I've got this. Trust me. He's everything is right where I need it to be. I can grab my tech have you ever bags if I need. Walked into a really messy garage. I only have one and suitcase. And men will say, "But everything is where I need it to be." That very well may be true, but it's very messy. The back of our van still is really, really messy. It's all your stuff. It's like no, loose bags. Stop it. Stop she gets it. like okay. Target bags and she puts one thing in them That's and then true. throws it in the back of the van. That's not true at all. Really? No, that is okay. not true. There's a, there's a paper bag right now with a gift for somebody that you've just left floating back there on the sea of bags. No, that's the doggy little. No, that's a like there's a cardboard box on the inside that you're trying to give to somebody at some point. A cardboard box. Yeah, it's like a gift. Like you bought a gift, like a sweater or a t-shirt or something for somebody. It's in a box in a white bag. It's a. I know. Look, I know you. And I lived in LA. I know the difference between a fancy bag that's a gift for somebody and a bag that's just some bullshit. Okay, you need to pull that bag out. Yeah, because it's underneath all the stuff. Oh my God, I forgot to give it to somebody then. Okay, so in any case, I know I can reorganize that back. Um, I know I want just one day to try it because I know I can make it better. But whatever, I let him do it. He's good at at Tetris, so it's fine. I do. I play it all day as an editor. So, yeah. uh, all right. So, so what would make a bad traveler? I think a bad, a bad co, a bad co-traveler, a bad co-traveler. Like if you had to imagine the worst person to be traveling with, what would that person look like? Somebody who didn't want to try anything, but I'm not entirely convinced I would have been married to somebody like that anyway. Like if I was just married to somebody who was like, oh, I don't know. That's like, that's a lot of, you know, oh, we're going to be gone for 14 days or or, 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 or where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Like, are you sure? You know, I just, I don't know. I like that um, I have someone that like when I get fed up with the job or the kids or the bullshit uh, and I just say, I got to get out of here. Like you make it happen. Like, there've been, I do. there've been plenty of weekends where you're like, okay, he's like being a real jerk and I just need to get him away for a couple of days. And even when the kids were small, you were always good about doing that. I just, if I were with somebody who wasn't, uh, sort of creative when it came to thinking of things for us to do together, uh, I'd be bored. And I think that if, I was with somebody who was just like, I don't know, like if we just did the same basic stuff over and over again, like if we went to Hawaii six times, you know, I'd be like, I'm tired of Hawaii. Like, I don't want to go here anymore. You know, okay. it's like Hawaii's a paradise. I get it. And we've, I've been there. You and I have been there twice now, you know, uh, together, right? Twice, two times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And we're good for the foreseeable future on Hawaii. You know, yep. there are just so many other places to go. Uh, but if somebody was like, oh, you know, they wanted to do the same exact timeshare every year or something like that, to me, that would, that would suck right out of the gate. But then also like a travel companion who is like constantly sick or constantly has some sort of issue oh or my God. getting the vapors every time, you know, we're in a different altitude or some, something like that. Yeah. That would be a nightmare. So, but I knew like you're from South, you, I, you get mad oh, when I say oh, I'm from South oh, Side Chicago. Did you just say that? <laughs> but oh, you're those from are Chicago. fighting words. Those are fighting words. You're from Chicago. So I knew you were tough when I married you and it was like, I, w- I didn't have it any other way. Like I saw you, you know, you beat me at pool. So, uh, I still do. I know. 
And so <laughs> she was raised in a bar. That's a whole, that's for the backstory episode, but um, that's for the better call Saul Denise version. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, I, like I kind of knew early on and I wasn't wrong. Like we've had uh, plenty, like, you know, I think it's stupid to paint this picture that we're just all peachy keen and we're the Gordons and we've always been, we've had plenty no. of Ben don't break moments in our marriage and yeah. everything over and the I mean, years. Even at the beginning of this trip, honestly, like we got into a real fight and we were only like uh, three or four days in. And at one point he, we were in Seattle and he got really upset and said to me, if you're going to do this, if you're going to say that to me, um, I'm not doing this with you anymore. And I said, fine, I'm not doing this with you anymore either. <laughs> and then he went outside and walked the dog who wouldn't poop or pee. <laughs> yep. And then he came back up and I apologized because I was like, this is stupid. I mean, so, um, but we do have those moments. Like, I mean, we're normal. Like, you know, I'm, I, I, yeah. Like he literally said, I'm not doing this with you anymore. I'm not doing this podcast with you. If you're going to be like that. And I was like, fine, I'm not doing it with you. Yeah. But I think the thing where, you know, it works or what allows us to do this is that philosophically we share a lot of the same outlook, I guess. And that is, you know, I, I don't want to just live in some place and get old and have Denise make me iron the freaking curtains. And I'm just like sitting there drinking vodka, waiting for the kids to come home one day. Like, I don't want that life at all. And so, um, you know, I think philosophically, the fact that I can work remotely and you were open to letting, open to letting me do so without really, um, you know, saying like, you never said to me, Oh, you know, well, I don't know. This is going to really Im impact our bottom line and you're going to lose touch with some of your producers or you're not going to be able to work for some of these companies anymore. You didn't say any of that. You're like, I know wow. you'll figure it out. You'll make it work. I didn't even think that. Yeah. That never even crossed my but mind. But no, I'm really like, I'm grateful for that. Like you've always let me do my career the way I felt I needed to do my career. Um, sometimes to the, to the point, like, I mean, there have been moments where you've had to say, okay, look, you're working way too hard. Like we're not seeing you. You're an a-hole when you're here, all that stuff. And it's like, you need to dial back. Like there's too much, like this is a problem for all of us. And so you've been able to stand up and do that. But when it comes to actually like thinking about me and where I'm going to find money, you don't really grind me in that regard. Like, you're not like, Oh, you better call Have you called so-and-so or have you do like, you don't get involved in any of that minutia. You don't even know who I talk to in a given week. Not at so, all. Zero. Like, you know, you've always been a very hard worker and, um, I have always had this thought that even if all else fails, you'll be out there digging ditches and I'll be right next to you. Like, it's yeah. weird. It's like, um, I've never, ever once thought you would never provide for us, like ever. And I'm a provider as well. And I've, and, and if there's ever been a point where I thought you couldn't provide for us, I knew that I could. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, like you've, you're, you've, you're a amazing father and a, a, an amazing husband. Like you've always put us first. So thank you. But I've never nice. taken it for granted. You know, like I've never, I've just thought like, well, whatever he does, he's going to do well. And so I don't know. I've always been a supporter and a fan of yours. Like 
always. I mean, if you, if you literally said to me right now, I want to get an ice cream truck and I want to start selling ice cream. I'd be like, I love ice cream. Let's make it the best organic ice cream. Can I, I want to make sure that I can do the music. Can I do the music? Yeah. And so then, you know, it would be like, all right. Cause I know whatever he's going to do, he's going to research it. He's going to spend the money wisely. He's going to make sure it works within our time frame of like, can we re- do this and still retire? Like he's not, he's not stupid and he's not going to do anything irresponsible with our money. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think I say that. And then I even think like, there are so many things we've done that people have thought were irresponsible. Of course. Yeah. Like, as I say that, I'm like, even now I'm like, if he said he wanted to buy an ice cream truck right now and take a chunk of our money that we got from selling this house, I would seriously be okay with it. And I cannot tell you how many people would say I would be insane. Oh yeah. Well, they're, yeah. But I, I mean, just support sure. whatever you do because you're not What's that word? Like not unappreciative, but you're not um not getting the right no, word. Well, I don't, you know, when disrespectful. Uh, you're not disrespectful no, not. of our money and um my time, my effort. So yeah. No, so yeah. I'm happy to you're let right. you I'm happy to let you be you. When I want to gamble, I work extra so it doesn't come out of the family pot. You know this. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. I like gambling and last year I had a horrible year. But <laughs> Well, we're not talking about real gambling. No, I know. Well, no, we're talking about like I bet sports, you know this oh, here. Yeah, and there. yeah, yeah. But, but we're not but like you like, weren't at the casinos. No, no, but if I want to bet five hundred dollars on the Super Bowl or something like that, then I find a way to get that extra five hundred dollars to yeah. your point. Like we're not gonna so, go without food because he lost uh, the Super Bowl game. Yeah, no, I don't do um, that. I never take money out of my kids. So anyway, my wife's spot. So, but let's get to let's get to me though. Let's let's get to what you like and don't like about me. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. Okay, so I had a very hard time early on in our relationship traveling with you because he doesn't talk, and I was always very nervous that we were going to be that couple on the airplane where she's doing her crossword puzzle and he's doing his crossword puzzle. Um, I think we're sort of like that now, but I'm okay with it now because I realize, looking back that those couples were older and they probably both needed their private time and their downtime. So when he is on his phone, um, it doesn't bother me as much, uh, on this trip, like while we're traveling, I get it. He needs his downtime. Um, I was also nervous that in the, on the road, he might veer on the side of being too quiet. And I addressed this on Leanne's show when she asked us like yeah. what I was worried about. Um, that really hasn't happened. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because you listened to what I said and you're making more of an effort, but I haven't felt at all that like I've been alone on the road, which is what I was really fearful of is that like I'd be with you, but really I would be alone. Right. Um, our conversations had flow have flowed really well. There have been hours where we don't talk. There are hours where we just listen to podcasts, Burt Kreischer, <laughs> Tom. Two Bears, One Cave. Leanne. Um, we're huge fans. The Lincoln Project. Yes. Um, Lincoln Project. Uh, I don't know. Like, I really like that you let me be me. And I've said that so many times. Like, if there's something that I am bitching about, or if I'm unhappy, like I'm like, oh, this seat or da 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 da. Like he will make every accommodation. And if I'm complaining, I'm not complaining to him. I'm just full on complaining. Like I'll be complaining about, oh, this doesn't work like this or da 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 da. And I'm complaining. 
I'm going to fix it myself, but I'm just complaining. And then he will have fixed it for me. Um, I love that. Like you're such a thoughtful person. Thanks. Um, so it's really great to travel with somebody that is that thoughtful. Um, I'll say something as simple as like, oh, um, you know, I'm, I want this and our next stop or something. And I will have completely forgotten that I mentioned I want something on my next stop and he will have gotten it for me. Like, like Dairy Queen, every time you see a Best Western sign, you think it's a Dairy Queen sign. It's terrible. They're... So when we finally hit a Dairy Queen, I'm like, I might as well just pull off, even though you're like asleep and catching flies. Yeah, it was really nice. But yeah, Best Western's branding is just terrible. It's it looks too just Dairy like, Queen-esque. It is too Dairy Queen-esque every time. Um, Get you every time. Yeah. I like that you like to listen to the same music basic like you don't like my music but i play it i like your music you, you don't like my music yeah it's true but i'll listen to it too. i like all music you're just easy i mean he he's a pretty good co-pilot he complains that i'm a terrible co-pilot he i have to say uh even though he complains about me i'm not going to complain about him because he does get me my beverages he does get me my my sandwiches uh he does do that for me i'm super appreciative he drives a lot and i don't know why because i don't it's funny. We're on a road trip and I hate being in a car. He knows this about me. I absolutely hate being in a car. Yeah, you driving. hate my driving, but I'm driving everywhere. I do hate his driving. He is getting so much better since I've been coaching him. Give me a break. But, um, but he drives a lot, but not for any reason other than he just does it. Um, I always say, I'll drive if you want. I don't know. Like when we get into like a little, like whenever there's a little back and forth, usually one of us will step back. Like that's how I think that's what really makes us good travelers is that if he's seeing I'm really upset about something, um, he really will take a step back and just let me spin out. And when he's upset about something, I give him his time to spin out. Um, I don't, I mean, I really wish the back of that van was reorganized better. <laughs> Come on. It's set up in such a way that it doesn't come forward and, and, and okay. avalanche the dog. Truthfully, I just wish you weren't so messy. Like, that's the truth. Okay. I mean, um, look at the bed. <laughs> the bed is kind of messy. Right um, now. But he is, he's a messy person. So um, it translates. Like, our van is a little I'm bit I'm a very messy. creation destruction person. Like, I like everything clean, but when I'm into a project like oh, la launching a podcast uh, stuff goes everywhere i'm not gonna so lie so i just feel like our van is never going to be organized but if that's like the that is the the most that i'm upset about it is the easiest like i'll say let's try this he'll say okay i, I literally we were doing 90 miles an hour on the freeway yesterday and I almost did a freaking spin out because there was an Indian reservation outpost that had set up like jewelry selling and I wanted to support the reservation. <laughs> oh so I almost flipped the van. There are only a hundred of them along the freeway. You could have just gone though. to they the next one. They were all closed. This one was the only one open. I almost flipped the van and he like, is like, okay. When I hear horror stories about people traveling with their companion, both male and female, uh, um, I'm just so grateful that I don't have that. Like, you know, like me picking a restaurant and him rolling his eyes or him picking a destination and me telling him how shitty it was the whole time. I mean, these are real interactions that other people I know, have but you're speaking to like bigger 
sort of relationship that issues. Could ruin a, do you know that could ruin a trip? Like, I of have to course. be honest with you. If I picked a restaurant, because I take a lot of time in picking places. Um, if I picked a restaurant and all you did was complain about it, that would have ruined my night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just not a nice thing to do. And people do that shit when they travel with their partners all the time. Like, they don't think about the time and effort. Like, look, did you pick the best place when we stayed in Bend, Oregon? No, but I know that you researched it. I know it was within our budget. And so, like, why and am I took gonna... a dog. Yeah, The exactly. dog has been a factor. Like... But why am I going to beat you up over it? Like, I just think that there's got to be... Um, sometimes I just don't think people, I think it's just a dig to be a dig. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think sometimes it just speaks to like bigger relationship issues. And, you know, you and I have been in the game a long time and it's like all the things that we still, after all these years, kind of don't like about the other person we've just learned to accept at this point it doesn't matter if it's in your marriage or whatever like it's any relationship it's like why do you talk to tom down at the truck stop you know it's Mm -hmm. because you're getting more of a pro than a con out of your relationship with them your dad your brother your sister your significant other it's no different uh you know if you're gonna pick somebody apart because of the restaurant they picked and it's gonna be a thing that ruins and derails your entire evening together as a couple, you've got more problems than whatever's on the menu, you know? Agreed. So here's my question. What do you do with a friend that comes to you and says, my wife just doesn't like to travel and it's something I really want to do? Like, what do you do? Like, I think about that with you and I. So what would you do? What would you do if I didn't like to travel? If you didn't like to travel... Uh, I would say to you, if it was super important to me, like if I was raised in a family where traveling was always a thing, it was like, uh, most of the people we know who travel have had that sort of instilled in them as kids, you know, uh, my story is a little different. I wasn't able to do it because I was so poor growing up. My parents couldn't afford to take me anywhere. So the minute I could afford to do it myself, I wanted to, I wanted to get out at whatever point it became paramount to somebody like a priority in life to see different places or go, you know, to visit different friends in other places or whatever, it should be important to the person they pick. If it's not, then, you know, it's kind of like, it is a little, like, it's one of those things you should insist on early in your relationship so that you know you're with the right person. It's not like- it, I know young people don't do that, though. I know. It's on par with telling somebody, oh, yeah, I'm okay not having kids, and then oh. all of a sudden you want to have kids. I would you know? say it is on par, and uh, that that's, may not sound like it's on par to some people, but it really is on par because it impacts the way you spend the rest of your life, whether you travel or not. And if travel brings you happiness- and the person you're with doesn't allow that for you, that will impact the way you live the rest of your life, just like having children. Yeah. I mean, look at the people that, that we know sort of in our age bracket who are, you know, divorced now or separated and like all of a sudden back in the dating scene. And, it, you know, for them, so if travel was always important to them in their previous life with their previous spouse or whatever, now all of a sudden they have somebody that is really a match, but is kind of a homebody and doesn't really want to travel as much. It's only going to cause problems a year or two down the line, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially at this age, like things I think, I don't know, I'm just like through the vision of like what I see my friends 
who are, you know, suddenly thrust back into the dating world going through, uh, they, you know, they, uh, exponentially will go through relationships because there's only a short amount of time at this stage. And they're like, they're not 23. They're not as accepting or okay with going through, are they just, you know, they're not as afraid of a breakup, I guess at this point. Yeah. Cause you're looking for what you want. Yeah. I mean, you're not willing to compromise. You did that in your twenties. You did that in your thirties. Yeah. 40s and 50s, 60s, you are who you are. It's not changing. No. So for sure. if you meet a fabulous person, but she doesn't like to travel and travel is important, important to you, you're not going to stay with her when you're 52 years old. It's just not going to happen. No, you're right. But if you married her at 30, yeah. And then you found out later, you know, because she didn't really or he didn't really divulge that he's not a big traveler, maybe in his 30s, he said, ah, oh, I'm not crazy about it. But now you're in your 50s. And you're in Paris. Yeah. And that person doesn't want to leave the hotel room because they just don't want to be outside. They don't want to go to the Eiffel Tower. What do you do? Like, what would you do if that were me? I think you need to have that conversation before you get on the plane to go to Paris for starters. But, uh, you know, there has to be a conversation at some point where you have to just level with them and say, look, you know, early on in our relationship, this wasn't as important. We had kids or we built our house or we did whatever we did as a couple kidless with kids. doesn't matter. Bottom line is I feel like enough of my life has passed me by and I haven't experienced these places that I've always wanted to go to. And it's becoming increasingly important to me. And I don't want you to feel like, you know, there's a bait and switch. I've been with you for 20 years. I haven't baited you or switched you. Like we've been doing it your way or our way this entire time. But now there's a there's an evolution that's taking place inside me. And it's just like some people take up bowling, you know? It's true. CB radios back in the 70s. Like every dad all of a sudden had CB radios. It's like, so if, if travel is important to you, you have to say this is becoming increasingly important to me because I want to do this while I'm still in an age where I can do it. Um, it's a good way to put it. You need to have this conversation though. And you know, you'll be resentful so much later. I think frankly, I, I mean, you know, uh, we've talked to people and I think frankly, it's a, there are a lot of women who want to have this conversation with their husbands, uh, because it's easy for the husband to say, well, you know, if I keep hustling and I keep feeding my SEP IRA, then, you know, we're on track for, you know, retirement and I'll be able to retire at 61 instead of 62, leave aside for a second, the guy gets to 60 and dies because oh he's God. killing okay, himself. So I just but, but, heard a story yeah. like that you, like you're saying this and I just heard a story of a friend told me, um, it was like her daughter's friend. Um, their grandfather and grandmother were huge penny pinchers. This is just recent. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the grandfather saved every single penny. So when they were 65, they could travel and hit all the countries they wanted to hit. Um, she died and he just died. And now they have all this money that he saved, but no guarantee that you're going to make it to 65. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no guarantee. And, you know, even... You know, even not saying so anyway, the answer to your money. question is you need to have that talk. But, you know, in our case, uh, you know, during the pandemic and being able to work remotely and like me working all the jobs I was working as many as I could pack into a particular month and just, you know, trying to like knock down bill after bill, tuition after tuition and all that other stuff. Like when the time finally came and the house sold, 
if if I suddenly came to you and said, yeah, that thing about traveling or whatever, like I'm feeling really good about the money we made on the house. I'd like to sit on it. You could have totally had done that. Yeah. You totally could but, have done that is what I'm saying. But really, uh, for me, it was like there was a part of me who thinks about that analogy we just talked about, like the metaphor of the person who saves and saves and says, I'll do it one day, one day, one day. Everybody knows one day never comes. It hardly ever comes, you know, unless you really have scored an amazing job and you're crushing paychecks left and right. And you're like, okay, like next year's a year. I'm finally going to take my wife on, you know, that honeymoon we never had or whatever. Like you have to do what you have to do. Like there's no question. But at the same time, um, all I'm saying is it's easy to get sucked into the vortex of one more check and we'll be good. One more check and we'll be good. Like if I do this and we do that and there's always one more, always one more. If you get sucked into that, now all of a sudden, you know, all those make goods especially that I think, you know, a lot of guys are breadwinners who are breadwinners, um, uh, you know, always say like when, you know, when the kids are off to school, I'm going to take Beth on that trip to London that she's always wanted or whatever. And London never comes. Like you can always find a reason to make London never happen. But I'm, I guess, ultimately like, because you're a fun loving gal, you're, you're always like, you're always like London, let's go. We'll deal with, you know, X, Y, Z bill later. Can we defer, you know, tuition for another month and just pay it all at once the following month or something like that. So, you know, um, there is a little bit of a shell game or a Peter paying Paul sometimes with our affairs, but when it has come to travel and actually like taking a vacation with our kids and giving them a memory um, you and I have never really shrunk from being able to do that. I'm sure there have been times where, you know, I've yelled at you. I'm like, Denise, you went a little overboard in Mexico. Like there's a lot of, took, spent a lot of money, you know? Um, but I don't think about that now. I only think about Mexico. So, you know, it's true. It's like, like I let you just say it like, well, I mean, so I think, you know, uh, one of the popular terms, uh, around today is good trouble. So if you're going to get in trouble, get in the good trouble where it's like, at least it was worthwhile. You know, yeah. it's not like I gave it to, uh, you know, um, I don't have a sister, but if I did, it's not like I gave it to my sister's stupid husband who wants to start, you know, right. uh, Bitcoin so, company. Yeah. He wants to start like <laughs> a shaved ice company in the middle of Alaska or whatever, right. you know? So, well, I mean, I'm glad that we got a chance to talk about this because it is always asked of me, like, since we started this, I probably get one DM a, a week about it. Yeah. People asking me like, how do you do it with your husband? It seems so hard. And I guess my question is, why would it be so hard for you with your husband? And then figure it out. I mean, if he's not a traveler, don't make him travel. If he yeah. if he likes more of a planned schedule, then maybe a trip across country would only work if you had a schedule of where you're stopping on each, um, you know, on each at each week. Yeah, some people don't like the the great unknown. They, Correct, just, they yeah. want a plan. They want, okay, what's the plan and what's the budget in this town and what's the budget? And you can still have an amazing vacation you can. doing that. You Absolutely. Know? It's better um, than sitting on your ass at home and watching Netflix again, you know? Yeah. Watching a hotel room, like after you've had a full day somewhere else, you know? And I guess also if like, I guess the one thing I think like, if your spouse is a nightmare on the road, chances are they're probably a nightmare in your house. Yeah, I mean, with other little things. I right? Mean, just... Like, that's what I think. Like, when I hear that, I'm like, wow, they must, like, they, you know, it's not just on the road. 
I heard this from a friend whose spouse was difficult. That spouse, though, was difficult all the time. Yeah. And when they traveled, the spouse was also difficult when they traveled. It never changed. The spouse was just a difficult person. So I guess you have to ask yourself, is that person a nightmare all the time? Yeah. Because chances are, if they're a nightmare traveling, they're probably a nightmare all the time. I don't have that with you. And fortunately, you don't seem to have, feel that way about me. No, not at all. I mean, you're always good to go, like, wherever. And uh, it's like, as long as, as long as I get you a ticket. I mean, you're a little particular when it comes to airfare and plane tickets and all that stuff. But everybody's got their thing. And I just kind of, like, I try and guess as best I can. Um, sometimes, I, often I win. Sometimes I lose with our flights. But, uh you know, I'm just not a morning person. So no, that's it. That's it. Not, um, but, um, well, look, I'll be a better co-pilot and you are going to let me organize that van at least once, right? <laughs> Maybe once <laughs> like, uh, Georgia, you can, you can organize a van in Georgia. We'll see how you do. So thanks for taking the time. I wanted to do this and just, you know, chat with you about it because I don't know what goes on in that head of yours. And so I want to know, wanted to get a perspective on um, your thoughts on what's a good travel partner, what's not a good travel partner. Um, I'm still here. We're three weeks in, so I guess I'm okay. Yeah. And I'm really glad you did not hike the cliff in Canyon Overlook in Zion. The kids would be like one, only well, have one parent. Because if you would have thrown yourself off the edge because of your fear of heights, you know I'm the first person they're going to look at and say what happened oh everyone would have said you pushed me i know oh for sure i know yeah okay yeah anyway. kids have both parents kids have so far so good all right love fingers you fingers crossed love you too all right emptiness full tank thanks people for listening check the mic and make sure it sound right boys